What's up, what's up? It's episode 6 of the Wojo Walkthrough. Alright, before we get started here, we got some merch coming out early this summer. We're starting off with some yellow haze tees with the two W's on the front, full logo on the back. So come and rep your boy support. Let me know. And I just want to thank anybody who listens to this podcast. It's been taking off way faster than I thought it would. And it's uh, starting to become something special here. So I appreciate it. And hopefully, I can keep it interesting for you. Alright? So, okay, dude. Let's get started here. So on my podcast today, we have a girl who's been through some pretty crazy stuff and experiences in her life. Uh, we get into a crazy prom night. Ended off with a validated paranormal experience. I'm joined here with my co-host, Josh Englehart, and my producer, Max Freeman. Alright, so with that, I would like to welcome on Amber Peters into the podcast and studio. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Kind of a boring day until now. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah, we're glad we could get you in the studio here. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about here. We do. But, uh, so, so what are you about? Like, what's your interests? What's your passions? Passions? Probably, like, art. Right. I do a lot of that. So, yeah, you're really being into art. Is that going to be your uh, your career choice? Yeah, that's kind of my goal. Like, I just kind of, I had to create a PowerPoint mm. to convince my parents to let me go to college for art. And so, wow. kind of work makes me work harder at it. Yeah, okay. So, you're, you're going to college for art. How long have you been interested in that? Since I was little, I remember my grandpa and my mom were always really, really good at drawing. And I would always watch them and be like, I want to be able to do that. And it didn't really start out as like anything serious. But then as I got older, I was like, damn, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So uh, why is art important to you? Why does it speak to you in a different level? Because I look at everything like in this world and it's all art. Like everyone like always thinks art has to have like a straight up meaning. Like you have to look at it and be able to tell right away what it is. But that's mm-hmm. just not the case. And I love trying to like prove that to people. Right. So thinking in that lens... It's like an important art, no, more of like just a different way to express meaning, but it could be more powerful. Yeah. You think it's more powerful than talking about. 100%, because it's a lot easier, like you don't have to straight up know the words that you want to say, and art isn't like the beholder, like what it's whatever the person who's looking at it sees, Mm -hmm. they can interpret it in their own way. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So if you had to draw a picture or a painting of how prom night went what would it look like um definitely be an abstract piece very chaotic Mm. kind of a lot of downhill Mm -hmm. darker colors probably oh okay Mm -hmm. kind of getting into that uh yeah i i I think uh there would definitely be a barn or a tractor in this image for just solely to the fact that Every song was a country song, yeah. basically. And um, I know I speak for a lot of people when I say it was awful. It was. The song selections were extremely uh, aggregate. I had to go chill by that little little shelter thing with the lights on it, yep. by the little waterfall, because I just couldn't. I, yeah. It was song after song of this yeehaw shit, dude. And, like... I'm sorry, dude. I'm trying to dance with my girl. I'm trying to dance with my girl. I'm trying to have a good time, and I can't get on it, you know? I'm listening to the same old fields and corn shit, you know? Like, yeah. I don't... You know, that doesn't make me want to flip her around and 
throw her in the air and catch her and and i know a lot of other people feel this way i'm not the only person that felt yeah it was really fun to see like there would be a hype song on and then all of a sudden the next song would be country and everyone would just stop dancing and like yeah. walk out and mm-hmm. it would just get empty yeah i mean you do have to understand it like we we are in an area where it's like you know mainly yeah. hicks and you know majority but it's just like come on dude yeah, Come I on. feel like that's not the appropriate music for a dance, no matter what kind of group you have. Right, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't awful or anything. No. It was Like, the location's fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. The song sucked. Yeah. They really sucked. Um, I tried doing something. I was, in, I was on the junior court, and uh, yeah, they're asking, like, what songs we should play. And I'm like, you know, everyone's throwing their shit out, their suggestions. I was like... What about if we play Land Down Under? <laughs> right? You know, that is a banging of a song, dude. That song is straight heat. Is that the song you walked out on? No. Oh, Guess like the what? Court? Everyone left me on red. <laughs> Every single person in the prom court left me on red. Even Caleb Christofferson, who is the nicest person in the whole world, <laughs> left me on red. Much of that really helped your self-esteem. Yeah. yeah. It was Land Down Under, too. Great fucking song. Damn. Great. So, how do you feel, like, because there is a huge scandal of who got to play in the court this year. Yeah. Seniors or juniors? It was definitely all the juniors. It was the junior. I mean, and I felt like it wasn't fair. And uh, no. And a lot of people were mad about it. Yeah. And the juniors did a very poor job. So, do you think the... You know, with the juniors, like, I don't know who was in the committee or whatever, but do you think they succeeded? They they put on a good show? Not really. No, I don't honest. think so. As, yeah, I, I thought, you know, I I feel like the seniors would have done a better job. Oh, yeah. I'm I, not trying to attack anybody. No. I'm not trying to say, you know, you suck. I just think with, like, more you, team members and, like, if they were more inclusive and let the seniors help and let them have, like, half the problems. Yeah, like, why was it? Been yeah, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It would have been better. Yeah. But so, yeah, I don't even know what you did. What was the aftermath of that night <laughs> after the dance? Me and a bunch of other people went to this party. Let's just say it ended strangely. Like, we never expected it to end like that. And now I have to pay $200. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Hmm. I also had what a What could you have been doing? So... Party got busted, and we thought so. Like people just started running up the hill to where the party was, yelling "cops, cops!" And we were all like, "That's not a funny joke. Don't say that." And then all of a sudden, I saw someone run into a cop, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Wasn't so much of a joke anymore. No, it was not a joke. And so I turned around and I started running the other way, and I ran into a cop, and he was just like, "Get in the barn!" And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Hmm. And so I did. Oh, you were partying at a barn. Yeah. Mm got to keep the redneck vibe going you know oh, after I all the music I mean, choice. Yeah, makes so. sense yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of in your head yeah and then he was as he was breathalyzing me though it was kind of funny because he was like what'd you drink and i told him he's like you come to a party and you drink girly drinks the oh. whole time he started making fun of me i mean you're and a girl like, yeah makes sense yeah, but just hating on you i just thought it was funny that they were coming to get us for underage and instead yeah. they were telling us to man up and drink better drinks mm-hmm. but so would you say you had a good high school experience? Yeah, it was pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was pretty average. Like. Yeah, I know you had a lot of you know a lot of things going on during it. Like, 
So I know you had an experience or a situation with a girl about a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, it got to a point where she was writing you hate letters uh-huh. and doing all this crazy stuff to you. And I know it was a lot to deal with for you. It stressed you out mm-hmm. and uh, you didn't deserve it in any way. You know, like there was no correlation of why she was doing this stuff to you. So yeah. I was wondering if you could just share how that all went down. Oh, of course. So my sophomore year actually you're the start of all this if you think about it because let's start from the very beginning you set me up with this one boy and you were like this kid really likes you and i was like who the fuck is this kid and then eventually we started dating and then there was this girl we'll call her miss pickles miss pickle (laughs) and then she like started getting really aggressive towards me and i had never spoken to her in my entire life and i was just really confused i was like why does she hate me so much i was like i don't know what i did and then all of a sudden one day i started getting these letters from her and like people would send me pictures and of her and like videos of her like talking shit about me and i'd be like i have no clue what's going on like i've never talked to her in my life so she likes this boy yeah she wanted okay my boyfriend at the time that is why and so i actually have one of the letters that she wrote for me here it's two pages and it is printed out typed in paragraph form <laughs> so we're just gonna kind of pick the highlights out of it So it starts out with the first paragraph that says, just think about it, dot, dot, dot. If you're wondering why I'm writing this, it is because I realize that there's this guy out there and that there's actually kind of, or he's actually kind of blind. I don't mean that literally, but sometimes I wish I did because right now he's throwing away his love life and he doesn't even know it. I wish he would take a long, hard look at himself and take a good look at me and realize that we are, or that we complement each other very well he is tall blonde and sexy which is exactly what i am too i actually would consider one of myself the most beautiful girl in clintonville and basically the whole surrounding area that's the start of it miss pickle miss pickle i keep humble yes very (laughs) humble um humble beast and then let's just pick out some of her insults I know what you're thinking reading this. I'm actually not a bad person. I am in no way dissing Amber. I just am simply telling you what I'm thinking. You are thinking too. When you compare her and me head to head. I mean, you must be thinking that too. How can someone like you waste your time on a girl like that? She's just a boring old country girl that has red hair. Let's be honest. Who is actually attracted to that? Just everything about her is off. I mean, I can see her being in a diamond in the rough for a greasy guy that just wants a quote-unquote easy girl, but definitely not for a high-quality man like you. Damn, she's playing the win. She is. She really is. Christ. And then she just talks about how she wears things that he knows, or she knows for sure he would like, and that I just wear sweatshirts all the time, and then he she just talks about how she knows he'll upgrade to her one day because i don't wear makeup and i'm just a short little ginger midget and like throwing all these insults at me and i honestly i wasn't affected by that letter at all or the other three that she wrote Hmm. it just i just kind of laughed at it and i thought it was funny because this girl i've never talked to her ever and she just like has the guts to write all this stuff about me and i thought it was really funny where did she find the time Honestly, you know, yeah. Like, she's making time uh-huh. for this. It's like a hobby for her, almost. It really was. I didn't Damn. think it was real at first. I was like, nobody has that much hate in their heart. 
to take the time to write two page letters like but twice people, a week. But people do, you know? Yeah. People do. And, and it really amazes Miss Pickle is a prime example. Miss Pickle. Didn't she make a TikTok about it too? Oh, yeah, she did. So eventually I broke up with the ex and I was just like, here, you can have him. I wasn't like in love with him or anything. So I was like, I just want this to be over. And oh, then boy. so they started dating then after that. And first of all, no hate to the ex. Like, great guy. Awesome person. So then they started dating and Miss Pickles made a TikTok and it was like, pr- like she just admitted to cheating that he like cheated on me hmm. and that they were like apparently together the last like week or something. So even, and, like, even when she got what she yeah. wanted she still continued this fight uh-huh and i would just like kind of like i would ignore it and like laugh at it because i thought the whole situation was hilarious i'm thinking she's jealous of you because why else would she keep like going at you like yeah. why does she feel the need you know I don't like know. i think that's her main source of entertainment and like hmm. she needs it to feel like relevant or something i don't know like she really? likes being the center of like attention right and i was just not trying to egg her on because if i did i know it would get worse and like do you more think would come my way do you think this experience opened you up to new mindsets oh for sure i like definitely opened me to more point of views and like kind of i wanted to look through her eyes and see what she saw hmm. and like the reasoning behind so it that all. was your drive to kind of look at different perspectives it was hmm you're really into spirituality. I am. I mean, so would you say uh, spirituality would be like your faith? Yeah. Your centric point? Yeah. So I grew up really strict Roman Catholic and drove me out of my belief. <laughs> hmm. So how so? Um, my family is very old fashioned and anything I did, they'd be like, oh, that's against God. You're going to hell. And so like. My whole life, I would, like, swear, and I would immediately start praying. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, please don't send me to hell. And, like, everything I did, that would, like, be my mindset. And then one day, it just kind of clicked, and I was like, wait, why am I working so hard to worry about where I'm going in the afterlife when I was given this life here? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I shouldn't be stressing about so much where I'm going after. I should just be, like, living in the moment and making the best of my life here not worrying about all this Mm -hmm. i mean i I would say that human spirituality is composed of like three aspects relationships values and life purpose Mm -hmm. for you where do those fall in you know into your life where do those three things um i think i like think about those things a lot more now like in my daily life i'll like do anything and i'll be like okay how is this going to affect my relationships what like does this go along with my values and like just kind of that like it always goes through my mind and i'm like is this gonna help me be the best me on this earth Mm -hmm. like am i having fun on this earth right yeah i mean i really think spirituality involves the recognition of like feeling a sense or a belief that there is something greater than yourself Mm -hmm. and um something that the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as a rather to material or physical things it, that's just the greater whole of uh, which we are part of as a cosmic universe, our divine in nature. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of big words. Yeah, I mean, so like opening the heart is it essential to oh, uh, yeah. the aspect of true spirituality. Yeah, and that is a very hard thing to do, actually. Like, I don't know, because we're such like the human race is such a judgmental like 
it's already engraved in our mind to like judge and have opinions and so opening your heart is an insanely hard thing to do because you have to push all that stuff aside Mm. and like kind of go against your instinct and so i still struggle with that even like so why did you feel the need to open up your heart so first of all i think i don't think we were born with our spirits in our body like i think they were projected into us and like we didn't ask to be here obviously and stuff but i think opening our heart can like just kind of look through other viewpoints and see how other people deal with life right and i think that's super important to understand other people's perspectives like that yeah i mean i feel like it happens so often where people can only look at things from their situation Mm -hmm. because you know if this doesn't happen to me i don't believe it yeah right but i feel like that can go to the same as have you ever been to north korea nope but do you still believe it's there yep right so it's just like situations like that is just like looking from different perspectives i think it's the most important part about spirituality classify yourself as being like a part of spirituality does that mean you would be like atheist or like non-religious i'm not religious but i'm not atheist like i believe in god i just believe he's not he's not the highest of the high Hmm. like i think that i put the universe travis scott is right yes no doubt about it (laughs) but i would put the universe above him i believe that god created this earth like everything physical but I think the universe itself made every, like, put all the energy here and put, like, our spirits here and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. So what are, like, people who are religious and think opposite of that, what would would you what would they say to you to kind of debunk you? What mm, do you think? Then just quote some part of the Bible that's right. been rewritten a hundred hmm. times. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't heard a very good argument that would ever make me, like, change my mind. Right, so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's here. It's basically your faith and what you live by. Mm-hmm. My family's listening to this. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amber, we had you in the studio earlier this week to kind of fill out the outline. And we were talking about spirituality mm-hmm. and how you and your mom have witnessed it firsthand. Yes, we have. And this is something that you don't tell people. You're not really comfortable with it because you never really felt the need to go out and say, this is happening to me. Yeah. Because you think it's special and unique and you keep that to yourself. And I'm glad you decided to come on the podcast today and you're willing to finally share your abnormal experiences. Mm -hmm. So, um, are ghosts real? They very much are, but I don't know if I would call them necessarily ghosts. Because when you think of the term ghost, you think of horror movies and, like, the scary things that'll possess you in your sleep. But that is 100% incorrect and such a stereotype about them. Mm -hmm. And so I, like, refer to them as spirits because I feel like it makes them more approachable and, like, kind of reminds me that they're human, too. I mean, yeah, you see a lot of ghost hunters will tell you that, you know... They not only believe in ghosts, but they also don't see them as evil spirits attempting to do harm. You know, on the contrary, hunters believe ghosts are simply lost souls searching for closure or that they're trapped trying to uh, cross over to the afterlife. That's exactly what they are. So you're saying you're experiencing this. Where, when, how? So I actually have, I'd say, four spirits in my house right now. And they've been there since I, well, my first encounter with them was when I was three years old. And I heard footsteps in my room. And at this point, I was sharing a room with my sister. And then the door, like, kind of handle, like, nudged. And I was like, oh, my sister's just home. 
but she wasn't there. And then I heard footsteps in our attic, like really heavy work boot footsteps. And I was like, well, what the heck? But -hmm. I didn't think much of it and I just went back to sleep. But ever since then, I've heard these footsteps almost every day, like every single night. Right, so you're taking this on a chronological timeline. Yeah. Of, okay, so like, this happened when you were three. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know what ghosts were. I didn't, like, understand it, but I so knew you, I was But you, all this. you remember, yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And so then that kept happening. I never really said anything because, again, I was a toddler. didn't think it was a big deal. And then I switched rooms when my brothers moved out, and I moved to their room, and the footsteps were way louder, like, way louder. And so I was like, okay, this is a little freaky. So I had my mom lay in bed with me one night and I was like, listen to these footsteps. I was like, that's crazy. And she was like, I've been hearing those too. And she was like, that's crazy. And so we started, we were like, maybe it's a raccoon in the attic. Maybe it's an animal or a pipe or something. Some kind of scientific explanation. We were kind of trying to like debunk it, even though it's been happening for years and years and years. And so I'm probably like, how old was I? I'm probably like 14 at this point. So we started putting traps up in the attic like live traps trying to see if there's a raccoon up there or something because it was heavy it was like i could tell it's bigger than a raccoon it was like heavy grown man work boot footsteps but we were like maybe it's a raccoon maybe and so we would put traps up there we checked all the pipes we did all this research up there and nothing nothing came up that would create an explanation as to why this was happening okay so so after we like kind of debunked that there was nothing in the attic. Then things started like coming out of the attic and it was a lot closer and it felt a lot more real because one night I was laying in bed. This was probably two years ago. And so sometimes I can't sleep and I'll like play a movie in my head. Just hmm. like, I don't know. Really? Yeah. You're just laying like, mo- like scene for scene, word for word? Scene for scene, word for word. It's a weird thing where wow. me and my brothers all do it. We can memorize movies. Hmm. And so I was doing that and all of a sudden this voice in the back of my head that was not mine just like interrupted me and it just yelled shut up and a really deep terrifying voice and I immediately like my eyes shot open I ran downstairs and I was like someone's in the house and then my mom was like what and I was like well I don't think someone's in the house but someone's in my head and I was like really terrified because it's never happened before and it hasn't happened since but then that night I went upstairs because I was going to sleep downstairs, but I needed like a blanket and stuff. And so I went, I was walking up to my room and all of a sudden my, the wall that connects my room and the staircase, there was mm-hmm. banging, really loud banging. And I- Nobody's just, in there. Nobody's in there. Nobody's in the house. Nobody's except for me and my mom. Right. And so I ran downstairs. And I was like, I'm not sleeping with a blanket tonight. Screw it. I just, I was so scared. And yeah. Like I got cold walking up the stairs. I got chills and mm-hmm. then the banging started. So did the banging have like a certain pattern to it? Like I'm, I'm going strictly off of horror movie logic <laughs> right here. The conjuring. Right, right. The father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Any of that? No, or no, it was just like banging. That. It okay. was just like okay. really chaotic and like terrifying. Hmm. And so after that night, I just kind of let it go. I was okay. Like I was still in the back of my mind. I was a little freaked out. I was like, what the hell was all that? And then all of a sudden I felt something in my room, like a man like sitting on my bed, but it wasn't the same person that did the banging and like yelled shut up in my head. This guy was, like, really nice and, like... You felt it. I Yeah. I just knew he was there, like, sitting on the end of my bed. 
and I was really confused. I was like, who is this person? But, like, he didn't bother me or anything. And at this point, I did believe in all that stuff because of the little things I experienced. And since I could tell it wasn't the same person as the night before, I just kind of let it go and i went to bed and i was fine the next morning so i was just about to ask you how are you still not scared right now like how are you like able to let go of those feelings of like that shit like you said you were terrified yeah like you went downstairs and you slept downstairs you're Mm -hmm. so like i was just questioning like so how are you doing right now like how are you feeling but to me it's like you felt and you experienced a different kind of presence after that it was almost like and it the was, first one installed fear in me, like put physically put fear in me, and this one did the exact opposite. Hmm. So that that that's where your comfortability comes with. Mm-hmm. Now that's why you're okay with it. Yeah. Have you ever felt any other negative experiences? Um, there was this one night. So first of all, after that guy showed up in my room, he showed up every single night, and then hmm. eventually this lady would start looking down from the attic. Like Holy I knew she shit. was there. And she was a very beautiful young lady, dirty blonde hair, like, very kind soul, kind spirit. You could just tell. Can you see what they're wearing? Um, her, yes. And she, so she started coming in my room every night, and they would kind of just, like, lay with me every night. This and, like, I would just kind of know they were there. <laughs> and so her, I have a very vivid image of what she looks like. Like, I know what she looks like Whoa. for a fact. Three people wow. have seen what she looks like. But the guy, it's still a little weary like i don't have a clear image of him but they're Hmm. both very kind souls so have you ever had like a like a validation you ever got anything on like video a picture uh you ever have like a friend experience these or a family member well i've gotten the footsteps on video a few times and then one night well my mom sees these ghosts too but she has her own little dog but i'll get to that later but so my mom we can't see them but we just, like, it's already, like, no knowledge. Like, it's almost like it's installed in our brain what they look like. Like, we don't have any recollection of learning what they look like. We just know. Mm-hmm. And then, in addition to that, one night, Ashlyn, um, my friend Ashlyn slept over at my house. And we were both laying in bed. And at, like, 3 in the morning, I felt them come in my room. And I was like, oh, they're here. But I didn't want to wake them up. I didn't want to, like, tell her because I didn't want to freak her out. You didn't want to freak her out. Yeah. So I just kind of went back to sleep because I was like, I they're not going to hurt her. They're here to protect. Like, they're fine. And so then I woke up in the morning and Ashlyn was like, bro, I saw this lady staring at me at three in the morning. And I was like, what? Whoa. And she was like, I thought it was a dream, but it wasn't. And I was like, describe her to me right now. And she described her and I was like, that's, she's been in my room. I was like, that's her. And it was, that was How really. How did you describe her? So she was like. This lady was staring at me, like, confused, like, she didn't know who I was, and she had a very chiseled jawline, like, chiseled features, dirty blonde hair up in a bun, a, like, blue olden days oh, dress. Oh, it's the same girl you were explaining yep. in the attic. Yep. Woo! And I was like, that's After you crazy. heard that, you were like, I was like, this I, is real. Yeah, I was like, it's not in my head. I was like, three people have seen wow. her now. I was like, it's real. That's insane yeah so i mean obviously not so the reason you don't like like this is crazy and but the reason you don't talk about this is because it's crazy yeah nobody really believes me unless you see it Mm -hmm. yourself so so why do you think people would think this is crazy just because it's not there's not like a main piece of evidence out there yeah there's not like 
solid piece of evidence and like you can't see them physically unless mm-hmm. and people just think it's like like an industry just something that gets people excited uh-huh. and that's like because that's what the media flips it into and right it it's just like the way that the human brain is wired though yeah like we we have to have a need to know why things occur or like what's causing something and uh like when it comes to uh an explicable uh mysterious happenings the only logical explanation is often the presence of something supernatural Mm -hmm. like we like to believe that there's life after death many uh people not only believe that there's life after death but they also believe that humans have lived past lives Mm -hmm. and uh, this is actually a common belief among many cultures and religions this belief gives many people comfort when they lose a loved one or when they're faced with their own morality so for those who believe in the afterlife or previous ones it only makes sense that there are spirits lingering around and like you said it's thrilling it's thrilling to think about Mm mm-hmm But that could also be the same reason why people debunk this and don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because it's what we want to hear. It's Right. Yeah. It's because, like, it's just all the fear that is built up that, like, the medium makes them think it's, like, such a scary thing and, like, you can't coexist with them and they're going to possess you and... And you and your mom, I know, go through a lot of stress. Mm Mm-hmm. You have, uh, both of you have, like, very serious medical issues. Yeah. So just a common like debunk of this could just be like you guys you both are really stressed out you know you have these medical issues maybe i mean there is you know many uh stories of people hearing things and seeing things if they're you know not right but um with this validation of uh, our your friend's story and um just just knowing that your head's screwed on right you know is that was really but what do you say to those you know debunks I just say they're not real and you can think whatever you want, but Mm -hmm. I know for a fact it's real. I know for a fact it happened. I feel like people, like, in the same way people are drawn to scary movies are, like, terrifying roller coasters, believing that, you know, there are spirits of dead looming around in this earth is just thrilling, you know? Like, that's Mm -hmm. the same reason why someone would go on a roller coaster or see this scary movie. It's just thrilling. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else could explain your sudden cold spots uh disassembled voices Mm -hmm. footsteps you know and it's just like someone you feel like someone's touching you you feel like there's a presence and there's nobody there if ghosts weren't real it's unlikely that so many ghost hunters and paranormal experts would even exist yeah i mean think about that like not to mention in many tv shows websites and attractions that are dedicated to ghosts and you know, I just feel that like there is there is a lot of evidence out there. I mean, all over the United States, there is haunted houses, like hot spots where, you know, scientists mm-hmm. have gone and seen like an increase in like uh, paranormal activity. Like there's uh, there's according to a Gallup poll, 37 percent of people surveyed believe that houses can be haunted. Like I believe four fifths of America believe that ghosts are real. Yeah. So it's not like it's it's not like a common thing where people are like no that's you're, you're crazy you know like mm-hmm. people believe this stuff and i i don't know how i feel about it like just hearing <laughs> your experiences it makes me definitely want to check it out yeah and get if you more need into more it. validation we also have a ghost dog and <laughs> <laughs> so this one is more catered towards my mom because my we never had pets up until january and my mom has to do dialysis downstairs on the couch 
And so she woke up one day and she's like, mm-hmm. there was a dog pushing my pillow. Huh. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the dog was pushing my pillow. I was like, we don't have a dog. She's like, I know, but there was this big dog. And the past few nights, he's been pushing my pillow. And ever since then, he does that. Like, he, like, lays with her at night. And Hmm. one day, I woke up, and the kitchen table and the chairs were just scattered everywhere. And I was like, what the hell happened? And the only explanation was, like, the dog. Do you think these ghosts can think oh yeah they definitely have a conscience because it's just like when you said earlier when you're playing that movie through your head and that ghost told you to shut up mm-hmm. it knew what you were thinking yeah it knew you were uh, comforting yourself mm-hmm. and it wanted to stop that yeah same thing with your mom saying this stuff about how she liked that dog nudging yeah. the pillow and it kept doing it after uh-huh. so i think that's really interesting like these they're almost reacting yeah because they they like coexist with us like Hmm. That negative energy, he just doesn't want us to be comforted. But the other three, that's, like, their job. Like, that's their mission is to, like, make sure we're okay and stuff. And, like, ever since then, like, the dog will play with my cats all the time. It's really fun to watch. Like, my cats will chase it around. Huh. And I'll me, yeah, so my cats can definitely see it. Oh, and like wow they <laughs> mess around with it all the time and it's really cute to watch like they'll just chase nothing and they jump on nothing but we know what's there and wow. my me and my mom actually have the same Im- image of the dog too <laughs> so that was definitely validation but it's just really comforting honestly have you ever experienced uh sleep paralysis yeah all the time hmm do you see things and during that time or i don't see things and it usually happens when i'm in cars like if i fall uh, asleep in a car so okay. it's never around the spirits but it has happened a few times, like, in my own house, but I never, really like, see anything. It's just I can't move, but I know I'm awake. Hmm. Um, have you ever done, like, any research and stuff, like, like on your house, like, who lived there before, maybe? Um, yeah, so we bought it from a family friend whose grandparents also lived there, and they right. passed away. But this house has been here for 100 years, like, 150 years, about. And so they, like... We can't really trace it back that far, and the ghosts don't look like they were born, like, in any era close to ours. Like, they're old-fashioned, like, so I'd have to dig very, very deep. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm a producer here, but, uh, I've never had any ghost dogs run around, and, uh, but I have had sleep paralysis, um, shit's whack. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, I guess I can talk about that, uh. So I'm like eighth grade years old, however old that is. Um, <laughs> you know, old man and I are up north uh, at a family's house, and um, you know, like a family member's house, and we're uh, we're about to go turkey hunting. It's turkey season, you know. Um, we're in the basement. Um, we're like, all right, let's get going. Uh, but we're just laying in that basement. It's pitch black, and I mean, like, like there's no sound. It's just pitch black. I don't know. It's like what like blind people probably see or. I guess don't see technically, <laughs> but, but yeah, like I was just sitting there and uh, go off the bed. So I'm laying there in my bed. We're, t- I mean, we're talking like pitch black, like crazy. Like uh, there's some moonlight creeping in. Um, but like overall, I'm just sitting there trying to fall asleep. The room of dark silence, like real spooky, 
Like, and I'm just sitting there. And, like, I'm normally pretty scared of the dark, I'm going to be honest, you know? Sure. You know, I'm just, sure. you know, I'm just, I'm scared of the dark, you know? You're an honest dude. A, a nightlight sure. does live in my room, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I'm just laying there in bed. Yeah. It's like, I'm, like, three feet off the ground. The bed's, like, low. It's, like, a, like, just a mattress laying in bed. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. help, probably. But I'm just laying there, and I'm, like, I, man, I cannot fall asleep, you know? No. There's no box fan going in the corner, no white noise, no ASMR, you know? I'm just, like, <laughs> dude, I cannot sleep. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm, like, I can't even move. Like, it's weird. Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like... I can't even I'm, move. I'm sitting there, I'm like, dude, I can't even roll over, man. Like, I can't move. And at the same time as I realize I can't move, in the like in the dark, like, I would say, like, maybe three feet away from my face, mm-hmm. I feel like there's some, something, I wouldn't say someone, but something just staring at me. And it's weird, because I didn't feel super threatened by whatever this thing was, and it was just staring at me. I don't know if he was studying me or what. Like, wow. I wouldn't describe it as a ghost. I would say it was more of like a like an extraterrestrial, you know, kind of experience. Like, you know, gray face, big old black eyes, just a real net. You know, uh, what's where did the alien land in Arizona, Nevada? What? what? No, yeah. the subset area fifty one. Some some Nevada type stuff, but we're in Wisconsin, so it's real weird now, you know. So you're thinking it was I feel, an alien. I, I mean, I don't know what it was, but it felt like an alien. I don't know. I was just maybe that's maybe what I told myself, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but I'm just sitting there. I'm like, so wait, I'm I'm kind of curious. What may, like what distinguishes it for you, an alien ghost? It just. Maybe it was the setting of... Because you weren't of, scared of it, maybe? I was, or... Yeah, I, wouldn't, I wasn't scared, but, like, maybe it was the setting of me laying down and something just sitting there staring at me, where right. I was like, this is, like, what, like, I thought I was going to get probed, you know? Like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, dog, dog, like, there's about to get some action Yeah, in here, you couldn't but, cover your butthole either. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this is weird, and... I don't know how much time passes. It felt like a long time where I'm sitting there staring at this thing. We're having a staring contest in pitch black, and I'm like, dog, you got to leave. I got to I gotta get some sleep, bro. It's gobble season, all right? <laughs> and so eventually I can move. I feel like I can move, and I just jump forward. I grab a flashlight that I knew it was there, and I start shining around. Nothing. No no aliens, no nothing. You know, no ghost dogs. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> so I'm just real spooked out because I'm like, that's creepy. But when I look over to where I thought, like, it would have been like where I was looking that whole time. Like there was a there was a moonlight creeping in, and mm-hmm. I could like I could see there was moonlight there. So it was all pitch black, but then there's a spots of moonlight, you know, sitting right. around there. Right. So I'm like, so something was standing in between me and seeing that moonlight. So now I'm like, all right, real spooky time. <laughs> so I yeah I ran upstairs and you know since then I've just been telling the story at camp campfires and spooking people. Oh, yeah. You know, I wouldn't I'm you know but I'm not really that scared of it though. You know I wouldn't. You would you go through it again? I wouldn't mind getting sleep paralysis again. You know, um, as weird as that sounds, I'm like, I just want to see. It's just a weird experience. You know, it's a good yeah. story, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it it wasn't too bad. You know. Yeah. Wow, man, this is this has been a crazy podcast. We talked about pickles to fucking country music to people saying "shut the hell up" to alien experiences to tight buttholes this has been great and um we dipped into a lot of uh serious and fun topics today uh we went through uh spirituality and just kind of that uh centric main point of just looking at things outside your perspective and uh i think ghosts is definitely something people should start doing with that maybe kind of look outside your perspective and just because you didn't go through that experience doesn't mean it's not real if you start listening to the people like amber who have and just kind of being open to what they have to say it's okay to be critical sure 
but be open to what she has to say. If you have any questions, I'm sure she'll answer them. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks for coming on and telling us about it. It was that's thanks crazy. For having me on, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time of the podcast for the bubble question. So, uh, what would you guys rather experience? Amber's ghost guys walking around with big old work boots, yeah. or Max's fucking alien that I, hides in the dark? Definitely have to go with my ghosts. Man, um, I think I got a round two with this alien. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm you know. I gotta, I gotta find out what he's doing. Why are you staring at me? I'm trying to sleep, dog. You know. <laughs> you want to get probed? Fucking pedophile. Uh, uh, so uh, no, I feel like the the, the worst, <laughs> like the worst, like negative, like scenarios that could happen is you get possessed or you get probed. You know. So would you rather get possessed or probed? Possessed, definitely. Yeah. It's been a good episode. <laughs> 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 we'll see, we'll see what paranormal stuff comes out next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um. Special thanks to Amber. Uh, I'd like to thank her for coming on the show. It was a, it was a fun time. It was. That's going to do it for episode six of the Wojo Walkthrough. Again, I'd like to thank anybody who listens to this. I appreciate it. All I can say now is get ready for the fucking Crumbaugh podcast. That one's going to be crazy. It's coming out next. The cast is available on over seven platforms. Check us out on Spotify. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Walkthrough.